welcome to day three of 75 hard over 50. Today was a doozy. It's Saturday. It's day three. And you know how they say that when you start working out and you know you're so stiff and sore and everything feels worse the second day after you break your body in, right? That's where I'm at. Oh, I was so stiff and sore today, but I got up really early. I went with my sister and her co-workers from the school where she works uh, went to Louisiana to Cameron Parish, where most of the county was just absolutely devastated by Hurricane Laura. Hurricane Laura was dead set on striking our area here of Southeast Texas. But at the very last moment, right before it hit landfall, it adjusted its path slightly to the east and it ended up hitting the Lake Charles, Sulphur, Cameron Parish area hard. And by hard, I mean like every other tree came down, every single house was affected, metal was everywhere, transformers were mangled right off of the poles and like tossed dozens of feet away, they were laying in the fields, power lines were down everywhere. We were going over there as part of a volunteer effort from one of the elementary schools here, the one that my sister works at, to uh, feed anyone who needed a hot plate of food because they have no electricity still. Now, after Hurricane Laura, we didn't have electricity for six days. And in the heat of the Texas summer, that that was something we didn't complain. We did not complain at all. I promise you we didn't. But when the lights came on, uh, I think it was on a Monday night, we almost did a jig. (laughs) That's how thrilled we were. I was sleeping on a FEMA cot downstairs just because it was cooler downstairs than up. But in any case, our hearts were just there for the people of Cameron Parish who were suffering so much in this heat. And we were out there, we fed them, I don't know, 700 and some links, bags of food and cold water. Then there was another group from Mississippi that was there that were grilling up some pork tenderloins. Uh, They got their tenderloins going right about the time we ran out of links. So it was almost perfect timing. Nobody, and I mean, nobody went without food that day. But the stories were heartrending. I remember one lady, I was directing traffic at one point, and a lady had her window rolled down. And I said, hey, are you hungry? And she just started sobbing. She's like, yes, I'm so hungry. And she said, thank you. Thank you so much for helping us. And I said, but y'all did the same for Texas during Harvey and Imelda. Here we are. We're paying it back. And it just, it brings tears to my eyes even thinking about it. But there were, there were just stories after stories like that that I could tell. And there's, there's a lot of fortitude in these folks too. And this is the cry and shame of it all, y'all. Nobody's talking about it. It's not in the news. The, new, the media is not covering it. There wasn't one journalist to be found. And I talked with one of the sheriffs and he's like, yeah, he goes, this, this hasn't made the news. He says, just look around. He goes, none of this has made the news. 
And some of these people have lost everything, homes, businesses, vehicles, everything. It was just utter devastation. And we couldn't help but thinking, all of us volunteers that were out there, we couldn't help thinking, you know, but for the grace of God, go I. That's, I mean, it was just like, that would have been us, just a degree west, and that would have been us. And we're fully, fully cognizant of it, hence why there's so many people from Texas going over there to help. And uh, Mississippi, too, by the way, they were saying, yeah, we feel like we dodged a bullet, too. So they were out there helping every weekend. Anyways, it was a hot, hot day. I mean, just melting, just I mean, we were so soaked through with sweat that it looked like we jumped in a pool. I knew that I still had to get in two workouts today and they can't be back to back. They can't be consecutive. They have to be separated. I don't know if that's for maximum inconvenience or for maximum intentionality or what, but I knew that that's what I was facing when I got home and I was wiped out. I was wiped out from being in the sun and the heat all day, but I thought, okay, here we are day three. This is the challenge. I've still got to get through two workouts. I thought that the water would be, you know, fairly easy today as opposed to yesterday when I felt like I was just gurgling water down at the last second. I thought it'd be fairly easier today because I was in the sun so much and I was trying to stay hydrated as well as possible. But the two workouts in the evening ended up being both outside. I came home, I laid in the air conditioning on my bed for about 10 minutes and then I got up and I put on my shoes and I went for a 2.6 mile walk. That took care of my first workout. And then a couple of hours went by. I ate my one meal a day, which is my eating regimen. I do 22 hours of fasting. I eat one meal a day and it is a very regimented ketogenic diet uh, where I try and keep my carbs at 20 or under. So I'm always, you know, 19, 20, 21, but right there at the 20 mark or under. And I, I've realized I'm probably not getting enough. So enough nutrients in that one meal, just because it is so restricted. So I am supplementing with omega oils and uh, nutritional supplements and things like that. So I feel like I'm putting a lot into my body because I'm just putting in just tons of vitamins and I actually feel full because I eat all my vitamins and nutritional supplements right before I eat. And of course, I'm having to guzzle water to get all those pills down, those horse pills down. So it's just like, oh, and I'm sitting there like with a full belly and I'm thinking now I got to eat my one meal a day and I got to make sure it's ketogenic. So I did all of that, those activities. And then as it started to get dark, uh, I jumped into the pool and I did 50 laps. I tread water with only my legs, with my hands out of the water. And that is hard. I was breathing so hard that I was probably sucking water in through my nose because I ended up coughing a few times. But I was tuckered out. 
And I just kept going and going and going until I heard my timer go off. And I was like, okay, you're done. 45 minutes, you're done. (laughs) But it was 45 minutes all the way straight through of constant exercise in the pool. That actually felt good after a while because what had been tightening up and kind of cramping up before I felt was was kind of loosening up and we'll see. We'll see. Now I came in, showered, and now I'm, I did my reading, polished off my water. And this is my last task doing my little podcast. So let me see what time is it? It is nine 30 and I feel like it is two o'clock in the morning. (laughs) It's one of those interminable days, but uh, I got my two pugs here. I'm going to hit the hay I just want to reiterate something about this 75 hard program. It is 75 days straight of two a day workouts. And that is something for me to like really wrap my brain around because I am used to doing five workouts a week, CrossFit workouts. I will have two rest days somewhere in there. So I want you to know I'm being very careful with how I am supplementing because I am taking uh, glutamine and creatine as well to help repair my muscles knowing that, and I'm also trying to plan ahead. So I think this is where some of this mental discipline comes in. I'm trying to plan ahead so that as I work, use, and tear muscles intentionally, I go on to a different group so that I'm not exhausting a certain muscle group and it'll have time to repair. But I am taking some supplements with that in mind as well. So, all right, that's it. That's my wrap up for the day and onward to day four. This is 75 hard over 50. Peace out, y'all.